Yeah. Let's just talk about our favorite NBA couples, Jordan Woods and Carl Anthony Towns. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 19 of Burners and Basketball. Should I try something different? Every week I say, hello, everybody. I don't know. Is this like weird? Should I should I mix it up? I don't think it's weird. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty a pretty standard greeting. I know, but maybe one, like I can say hi one week. Anyways. Well, that, w- that would be really <laughs> crazy. Okay, I'm like, yeah, maybe next week I'll say hi instead of hello. Anyways, welcome back to the Burners and Basketball podcast where we talk about very important things in the basketball world, such as my greeting um, to all of you. We, before we get into it, obviously the NBA finals are happening right now, which is pretty much all that matters in life. Let me remind you of some of the basics. Do not forget to follow us on Twitter, Burners and B-Ball. Email us anything, questions, comments, concerns, stories, Burners and basketball at gmail.com. And don't forget to hashtag burner take for any hot takes you might have on Twitter. So um, speaking of hot takes you might have on Twitter, Adam, I noticed that one note that usually is sitting on our notes just like isn't there today. Uh, typically, uh, <laughs> typically, oh, don't bring in, this up. <laughs> typically in our episode notes, it's just... Chris Paul was the greatest athlete in human history is thrown in. So I'm, I'm glancing at the notes of what we're going to discuss today and it's not there. Care to care to explain why maybe. First of all, I genuinely did that on purpose and hope that you wouldn't bring it up. So of course it's like the first (laughs) thing you say in the entire podcast. I have no comment. Chris Paul is doing just fine. Not his fault. Okay. You know what? You, I don't accept that. We can, we have to like, it's oh, a basketball podcast. We can't be lame and like not talk about like, Adam, you say Chris Paul is the greatest player in history every single week. So then the one week when it really matters, he's not the greatest player. Hey, so hey, let's talk about it. Watch it. Watch it. Come on. He has had a couple bad games, <laughs> even, but even okay. last night he was okay. Okay. But he's, a couple bad games is not a big deal. Like, if you're He's, playing the Orlando Magic in a yeah. random month. He, of course, of course he could. It should be better. He's still a very, very good player. Uh, the Suns still have a chance until they're out. I agree. I'm riding with my guy. Oh, oh. And this isn't even me like wanting to shit on Chris Paul and be like, oh, he's done for. He just hasn't. If he had played a different way, I think the series would be over. So that's. Yeah, well, he was, he was awesome in games one and two. Yeah. Um. But since then, it's really been a struggle. I mean, last night he was fine, or I guess Saturday night for those listening on Monday. Um, You know, he had 21 points, 11 assists. Like, that's very good, and you'll take that from your point guard 10 times out of 10. Uh, It was really games three and four where he struggled, especially uh, game three where he had, I think, five turnovers. Um, Clearly, he's not playing his best basketball, but he was very good in game five. And even though they're down 3-2, it looks like he's back on the right track. Uh, and hopefully they can force a game seven. And then all of a sudden, you know, one game for the whole thing, you're at home, you have the advantage. Wait, can we can we go ahead and bring up Adam and I's predictions for the finals? Remember, Adam, you said Suns and six. Yes, I did. So you were officially disqualified. 
Great. From- Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> hey, I'm always here to remind you. I said Sons and Seven, and you know what? I'm not going to change that. I don't have sure. like go Sons. I no, I just I'm not going to change that. Um, this there's a reason the Suns like we're beating everybody. Obviously, injuries. You can say however many times you want. Oh, they faced injured teams. Yes, they did. That was definitely an advantage. I don't care. But there's a reason they made it this far. They have been very good. They have been beating very good teams and very good players. Um, and I, I just don't think they're gonna. I don't know. I would be like very shocked, especially if like the Bucks take it in Game Six. Yeah, I agree. That I think it's gonna go seven games. Um, at this point, like even as someone who obviously is rooting for the Suns, like I'm when I'm rooting for them, I'm pretty terrified of Giannis at this point. Like no matter what he's doing, uh, because it's mm. just ridiculous the way he's playing right now, which is something we'll talk about soon. Um, Oh really? Should we talk about that? I just want to talk about. I think we may. I just want to talk about Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about Giannis. So can we talk? Okay, this is a good segue. Um, Okay. Oh, okay. You trying to segue away from the Chris Paul discussion? (laughs) Yeah, I'm kidding. I'll I'll allow Uh, it. Because people on Twitter like have this weird. I don't even know what word to use. Like this weird obsession. With like someone else on the Bucks winning Finals MVP other than Giannis, <laughs> and we have like Spencer Dinwiddie, like tweeting Stop. out like basically like fan fiction about Chris Middleton winning Finals no. MVP. No, I that's like one of the best tweets I've ever read because it's it's genuinely the strangest tweet I have it's ever read. Incredibly, read bizarre. it to us. What did he do? <laughs> All right, here we go. This was during like the fourth quarter of uh, of Game Five. He tweeted, just thought of an interesting what if. Maybe Marvel inspired me. Giannis is out for game six due to health and safety protocols. Close contact with Thanasis. Bucks still win. <laughs> Does K-Mid get finals MVP? So, Wait, like, several issues there, here. First of all. He's sitting there with, like, a his laptop, like, writing legit, like, fan fiction, right? Like, he's right. he is, like enjoying the hell out of this scenario he's creating. Yeah, okay, so, like, several issues here. First of all, (laughs) no, Chris Middleton would not be finals MVP. It would still be Giannis. Second of all, like, why are we hoping that one of the best players in the league is going to be out in the NBA finals because of COVID? Like, that's horrible. That's horrible to to wish upon someone. Why are we trying to come up with a way? (laughs) Right. And then, like, he says it's because it's a close contact with Thanasis, but Thanasis is already out and Giannis is still playing. So he's clearly not a close contact. uh, So, like, the whole thing, the whole thing is wrong. Okay. Uh, They act, no, no, no. They act like they're like children in like a childhood home. Like, these are grown men. Like These they don't like, like they're not people. doing everything together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God. Yeah, it's just so weird. Like every every NBA player who's like who's a decent scorer in the, who uses the mid-range wants Chris Middleton to win finals MVP. Yeah. CJ McCollum and was campaigning yeah, too. Ha- yeah, campaign. it's like see, Chris Middleton is a tremendous player. He's been awesome in the finals. He deserves so much credit. He isn't absolutely not the finals MVP no. over Giannis. Like it, it, it's and it's so, not even close. And it's and so again, ludicrous. like yeah, it's it's absolutely nothing against Middleton or Drew Holiday or anyone else. Um, but as good as those guys are, 
Giannis has been like so clearly the best player on the floor on both sides of the ball the entire series. He's been better than Paul. He's been better than Booker. He's been better than Aiton. He's been better than all of his teammates. Like he has been the guy. Combined. (laughs) Okay. No, but okay. Here's something I like particularly love about the Bucks and want to like give Giannis credit to is, I mean, for don't for one second, we're not going to be like, haha, small market mention it. Like, yes, for like any small market fan, not just me, there are other ones out there. It's really freaking cool to see like that model actually potentially work. Um, if they, if they win at all, like they literally had a guy like stay with their franchise endured a lot of like shit, you know, like, yeah, there were a lot of times that it would have just kind of could have imploded and he stuck with it. Um, and they built around him, but it was so clearly like him, you know, like, so a team like the Grizzlies can see that we have John Morant right now. You can see like, if you're like patient, you know, and really get the right pieces around someone, like it can happen. Um, and Giannis is just so, you know what? Your favorite non-Sixers player is Chris Paul. And my favorite non-Grizzly is honestly like Giannis. I like have loved him for a while, but just I didn't realize how much I like him until it came down to the finals. And I was like really like rooting for him without meaning to. Yeah. I mean, of course, I am rooting for the Suns for obvious reasons. Um, but there's no denying that like what Giannis is doing right now is like legendary stuff. Like yeah. truly. Um he has stepped up in every possible way. And meanwhile, like two weeks ago, his leg was like bending in the wrong direction. Yeah, no, and And absurd. he's doing this in the NBA finals. It's absolutely absurd. Um, yeah. So, you know, even though I am rooting for the Suns for Chris Paul related reasons, um, it's just <laughs> like cool to be able being to- Chris Paul. <laughs> right. The, like, it is cool to be able to witness- you know, like a, now a longtime superstar having, you know, what might be like his legacy moment. Oh, that gives uh, me chills. I just like, ah, it's so rare that I like really like do like love a player who's not on my team. And I really, I mean, I've always like loved LeBron, but it's like a different like way. It's yeah, more of like different. a, yeah, it's, it's a different kind of vibe. Because um, LeBron, LeBron has already established what he is, uh, yeah. you know, as far as like one of the two or three best players of all time, maybe the first, depending on your perspective. Giannis, like, you know, he's won two MVPs. He won a defensive player of the year. He's, like, incredibly accomplished, and everyone knows he's amazing. But this is somewhere where he had failed before in the playoffs on offense, and it was starting to become the rap on him. Is like, oh, Giannis is obviously amazing, but can he get it done in the playoffs? And now it's the NBA Finals, and he's doing it. So he's doing it, and I'm just like, I don't want to see his face if they lose. Yeah. No, it, he seems so like he seems like he's in like the best mode he's ever been in, both like on the court and off the court. I just he, need Drew Holiday to like be good, Drew Holiday for the rest of the series. It's yeah. so crucial. It's so freaking crucial. Like, yeah, I mean, as good as Drew was amazing in Game Five, amazing. Yes, so, but like, for as good as he was in Game Five, he was really bad in games in Game Four. I believe it was where I think he went four of twenty. But, I mean, he was bad. Uh, I feel like in the first few games. Yeah. But he was unbelievable in game five. And yeah. I mean, he scored a bunch of points. He had a bunch of assists, but his defense was incredible too. Yeah. That's a lot of why Chris Paul hasn't been as good since game one is because they put Drew Holiday on him. Um, Drew's been awesome. Uh, 
former Sixer, so I love to see it. I got to, you know, witness him get drafted and start growing up in the NBA and now seeing him as like the third star on a team that might be about you to win there a championship. When he was born. Yeah, I was actually in the <laughs> hospital room when he was born. Um I've been following him for his entire life. Oh my God. And uh, yeah. Duh. But yeah, I mean like, you know, of course I yeah. wasn't rooting for the Bucks, but Giannis like having this moment is cool and Middleton and Drew are two guys I've always liked, especially Drew. So I'm happy for all of them, uh, you know, if they're able to close this out. But fingers crossed, at least that we get a game seven. Yeah. Uh, if the Bucks win in please, seven, please. if the Bucks win in seven, it's like, okay, you know, the Suns fought okay, hard. Okay, but we all know how two- that, we know how that goes. Like if the Suns win game six, like, I'm very confident they'd win game seven. Yeah, I would probably I would probably predict that as well, just because they have the momentum and they I would know, have home but court advantage. That's why it's hard for me. Because I want yeah. to Yeah, no, I get it. Um but, but the I won't series be has sad been so good. The win, yeah, the series has been so good that like I feel like like they owe it to us to give us seven games just because it's been such a good basketball. I mean, this has been like one of my favorite NBA finals like ever. And yeah. like the only other one that like written like reason it comes to mind is like I loved the one with like the Warriors blew the lead like that yeah, was a great 2016 right duh that was a great finals um but yeah this I mean this is just like so great and I'm honestly really sad that it, I'm for the first time I'm like happy the basketball spaced out like I'm happy not to have it every night because I don't want it to end yeah it's it's been really I mean really the whole playoffs have been uh have been so much fun. Uh almost yeah. every series has been competitive. There have been upsets like the whole nine yards. Um so it's been great. And like you said, like I don't want it to end. It'll be a bummer when there's no more playoff basketball. Um and hopefully the Suns can at least force a game seven so that we still have another, you know, week or so with how many off days there Wait, are in between so games. That's so scary that there could only be one game left in the season. Yeah. There's it's no, oh horrifying. my God, if that, oh my God, I like, I What just are we going to talk about? We're, <laughs> um, we're going to talk about what Damian Lillard is going to do. We're just going to talk Good, about the yes. drama and not the games, but hear me out. Okay, that was kind of crazy how like in game four and game five, there was like an iconic moment in the last few minutes. How often does that happen in like the same series, two games in a row that aren't even closeout games? Yeah, it's a, it's been. I mean, the the block that Giannis had in oh my god game four is just unbelievable, like unfathomable to me no. that he blocked that shot. I still no. can't believe it. Oh my I've, gosh. I've watched it probably a dozen times at this point, and I still cannot believe that he covered as much ground as he did and blocked that dunk. Um, yeah, and then the alley oop at the end of Game Five on Saturday night. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we like don't you usually at most get like one or two of those a year, and we've gotten two from the same player in the last two games, uh, uh, which is pretty cool. How it's old is he again? Giannis, I believe he's 26 or 27. He is 26. 26. Ah, I said it before you looked it up. I always guess right, and I feel like you always end up guessing wrong. Wow, that was mean. <laughs> that was totally uncalled for. That was so mean. Why would you say that? <laughs> I don't know. I was just like kind of in a in a mood. Yeah. So like, 
we are so freaking excited for the rest of the series. It's actually kind of interesting because we're both like rooting for a different team. So we'll see how that goes. However, I don't think there's going to be any like battling going on because I don't, both of us like would be okay with the yeah. other outcome. However, there's a mutual respect <laughs> that exists here. with our adopted um, finals yeah. teams. Right. But you know, Hey, maybe one day our teams will be will be seeing each other. Oh God! In the finals, <laughs> which one of us is going to be first to quit the podcast? If we're no, if that we're happens. Adam and I are going to be like fifty three years old. The podcast is going to be like long gone, and we're going to like have like a reunion episode. Wait, that implies that's not because the Grizzlies didn't make it that whole time. It's because the it's Sixers just because the Sixers make. nice. Thanks. It's because they kept Ben Simmons. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> the rest Perfect. Of That's exactly what I need is to watch more of Ben Simmons. Okay. It's the off season. We need to, we need to relax on Ben Simmons. I hope Ben Simmons is having a wonderful time he, practicing he his shot. Yeah. All, uh, I don't, yeah. all I know is that he's having a good time. I don't know if he's having a good time working on the shot. Or yeah. Not, but. I've, I see that he's has a new lady happy for them. Um, this is now the Furners and basketball TMZ podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just talk about our favorite NBA couples, Jordan Woods and Carl Anthony Towns. Oh my God, they were at Nobu. Oh my God, this is like the most like bratty thing I'm ever going to say. Yes, <laughs> I went to we Nobu go. like once in LA. I was like very, I was amazing and I will never go again, but I got to go once and I just miss Carl Anthony Towns and Jordan Woods. And that's kind of a bummer because like that would have been cool to see them. That was like the yeah. most spoiled I, ass thing I've ever said. I was yeah. in Nobu and yeah. Yeah, no I big like, deal to you. No, I want that like wiped from the earth. Anyways, okay, here's something else that's been really getting at me about what do we think about the counting? Um, I am fine with it. I Like it's not so funny to me anymore just because it's been happening for a long time now. But I, I'm like interested because Giannis, I feel like is better with the counting because he can like listen to the count and have like the yes. same routine it's over like and over. Like, because I remember in the net series, it was like, you know, every time he would release the ball, it would be like at 12. And it was like, huh, he's actually like using this to get in rhythm. Um, so like, I think, does it actually have an impact on the game? Probably not. Um, like, I see why people enjoy it. Uh, you I know, feel if like that they were, all want to stop. Me, yeah, if, if that I feel were like they me all cheering, don't want to do it. Okay, what? <laughs> uh, if that were me cheering, like I like I get why that would be a fun thing to do. No, but I um, feel like they're all like very much like over it, but they can't stop now because like it would be like yeah. they have to. They have to like finish the job, and it's. I feel like it's just painful. It would be funny if he came to the line for like huge free throws, and he was expecting everyone to go raucous, and it was just like in, and it was just silent, like you could hear a pin drop. I feel like there are just more creative things to do than like give someone rhythm. Like how about we just all start like screaming like <laughs> right. in just like different intervals and it's just really chaotic and scary. Everybody just counting like in, in the wrong order. Yeah, just start throwing, numbers. just start saying numbers like seven, three, like everyone says different numbers. Why are we giving him like, like if, if I'm about to like shoot and someone's like one, I'm like, okay. It's going to help me. Um, and then we had our friend that was like counting money in the Suns crowd. And I saw a tweet. Oh, I wish I knew who said it. It was like he was an industry plant. And I'm like, honestly, like some of these people with like these memes, I feel like are so forced sometimes. 
And yeah, sometimes it's like not every single person in the crowd has to be a meme, but that was a good, like it was a good meme, but I like that. It's like, I don't think it needs to stay as a joke. Like sons and four guy had his weeks and he deserved his weeks, but I think we need to like all like come up with a system to have like a timetable for memes. Yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm on board with that. Uh, <laughs> the the thing that I would say about when we're talking about the fans, yeah, is like ESPN has these like beautiful 8K cameras that like focus on one person and everything else is a blur and it's like really cool photography and they just keep using these cameras on yeah. the fans, which is yeah. very weird to me. Like I want like a cl- I want like insane close ups of Giannis at the end of a game. I don't need a, like a close up of some <laughs> fan holding dollar bills. Yeah. Agreed. Like, and I don't think he needs that either in that quality. Yeah. I just know that like I would never show my face in public again if I was shown with that camera quality. Um, something else that happened this week is a certain movie came out. I've like, since I'm in LA right now, I see posters for it everywhere. Space Jam <laughs> came out. And, You're like, so my- excited about it. Okay, one of the funniest, like, like discourses on the internet is, like, the Space Jam's awful, it's a kid's movie discourse. And I kind of, like, am funny because I, like, made a tweet about it and then I just kind of walked away from it. And meanwhile, like, like, as I always do, like, Adam, you know that when I say something, I don't intend to like stay on that topic i just jump yeah. to the next tweet uh, tweet and then immediately mute the conversation and then you're that's good. honestly me and like it's not that i like don't stand by it, i never stand by anything i say like that much to the point where i'm gonna like really intensely debate it unless it like matters in life somehow but if it's about like space jam and like like i'm just never gonna like care enough to debate that you know yeah like somebody replied some like verified guy, like people will reply that you have like mutual followers with, like respectful people, and be like, "Congrats on like being a dumbass or something," or like just not a dumbass. That's that's Jake Paul's term, but like just like this is so dumb. Like congrats, and I'm like, it's literally just about like whether this is supposed to be like a groundbreaking movie or if it's just a kids movie. I feel like we need to just like not put so much pressure on it. I mean, is Space Jam like a great movie? The first one? Like, no, but it's a classic. Just let this be like a classic for the kids and everyone can reminisce on their days when the first one came out. Good? Good with me. Okay. Yeah, it's it's all silly. Anyone who's, regardless of anyone's opinion, anyone who's mad about what other people are saying about Space Jam need to <laughs> like take a breather. Uh, Wait, uh, are you going to see it? Honestly, probably not. I have uh, to see it. I, you know, I get why basketball fans want to see it and I get the nostalgia aspect because of the previous Space Jam, but probably not my thing. Yeah. Okay. Before we close off, I feel like we need to talk about Damian Lillard. Because that's kind of a thing right now, even though it's distraction <laughs> from Space Jam. I'm kidding. Even though it doesn't involve like the finals right now. But yeah, Damian Lillard, some interesting things going on there. Um, what exactly is going on there, Adam? 
Yeah, so nobody seems to know, really, which makes it confusing. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of noise about, oh, is he about to request a trade? He said uh, in an interview after USA Basketball, like, no, I have not requested a trade. Um, oh, yeah, because all those sources were saying, like, yeah. he's... Yeah, and so he denied all those reports. Um, and But then he said something about, like, I haven't decided about my future yet. And he still has like five years left with the Blazers on his contract. So if you're saying you haven't decided what your future is going to look like after signing a five-year deal that hasn't even started yet, uh, it's a little confusing. Um, I think ultimately either he ends up getting traded or they make some like insane... They need insane, to make a trade for him. I think that's the direction. Yeah, I think they're going to try to make some, you know, panic trade. Whether it's good or not, who knows? But like it'll come from a state of panic. Uh, I don't know if that's trading CJ McCollum or Yusuf Nurkic or whoever. Everyone on the team. Yeah, maybe they try to do some, you know, they try to swing for some big star and hope that it convinces Lillard to stay. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. But I think if they don't do that, I think whether it's over the over the summer or if it's early in the season, like what happened with James Harden, I think he's going to force his way out eventually. Yeah. Um, I just, which is kind of a shame because he always talked about wanting to be you know, one team for his whole career kind of guy. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, like Dame Willard is, uh, is an incredible player and he's one of the most exciting guys to watch in the league. And he's been on a team for his whole career that just hasn't been good enough. Uh, so if we could see him get to somewhere where he actually has a chance to compete for a championship, uh, that would be cool, even though it would kind of ruin the whole, you know, one team legacy that he was going for. Yeah. And like, I think, like we as fans need to do a better job of like not acting like, like forgetting that it is like a business and it's also like personal and that like they like players don't owe like fans anything like nothing loyalty at all. like it doesn't matter like it's their profession it's like a business it's what they want to do um but I like where I'm at is like I think it is like very applaudable um for like a guy like Giannis or to stay and do it with you know, their team. But I also think that like, it that doesn't make someone a bad person if they don't. I just think that is a yeah. cool thing. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's just like when you think about it, like the, the whole concept of like fans getting mad at a basketball player for ch- deciding that he basically like, <laughs> you know, he wants a new job. Like think about that, like yeah. in general, normal people. Or terms. he wants to like move. Right. Like what if you wanted to move or you didn't like your the people you worked with so you quit your job to find a new spot? Like that it's a completely normal thing because it's like, oh, big trades, Wojbomb, like all that whole like, you know, culture on the internet. Like people start to get mad at guys who request trades sometimes, but like you said, like it's lit- it literally could be as simple as like, oh, I want to live in a new city or oh, like I want to play with different players. Like yeah. there are so many things that go into it. Um and, you know, players get a lot of flack sometimes in ways that I don't think they should. Yeah, no, like one of my least favorite things about NBA Twitter also, this isn't even about what we're talking about, but you're talking about Twitter and it's kind of involves like the finals is how freaking fast people like switch up. It's it's like comical. Yeah. Like, like Chris Paul will have like two bad games and someone will be like, i been telling you guys Chris Paul is like yeah. not all that and it's like 
now Chris Paul can, no, if like literally mark my words, like if Chris Paul comes out in game six and like does something great, like, you know, just has a great game, they win all the tweets, like Chris Paul is the greatest point guard to ever do it. People like have to go to such extremes and it's, it's like insane. And I just feel like it takes away a lot of like the joy sometimes. Yeah, totally. I think, I think, it very much like damages the like nuance of discussion about basketball. Uh, Cause sometimes everybody just wants to have the craziest, you know, most outlandish take on things. Yeah. And that's it. The whole like hot takes stuff is its own discussion. Hashtag uh, burner like, take. Right. Like there are fun <laughs> ways to do it that we try to implement on, on this podcast. But like the whole idea of like, like you said, like, Chris Paul has a bad game. Oh, Chris Paul's terrible. He's a choke artist. They're going to lose the series. <laughs> Wait, and that was personal. And then if he, you know, and then if he, they lose on Tuesday, or if they win, rather, it'll be like, see, Chris Paul's the second best point guard of all time. I told you. And yeah, it's like, okay, that's well, what maybe I just said. Right, exactly. I'm <laughs> echoing your point. Yeah, but you like made it sound a little better. So I'm like, Okay, mad. good. Then you're welcome. No. So now I'm mad. <laughs> But yeah, he's a choke artist for sure. Hey, I'm kidding. That. I just think that's a really funny term and I've never seen anyone use it, but I believe that it exists. It does exist. Okay. You guys, honestly, like your girl is tired and also we don't have much to, more to discuss, but before we jump off, Adam, should you tell them the news about later this summer? Oh, sure. Uh, Molly and I will both <laughs> be at summer league. Uh, this it's my first time going to summer league, Molly. You've been yes. there before, right? Yes, I have. It's just, I'm just funny. I'm just imagining the people listening. Like for those like five seconds, like what do they think the announcement was going to be? Probably something far more exciting than what yeah. it actually is. Yeah. So Adam and I will be able to um, have a live podcast um, yes. from Vegas, which is really exciting. Um, I will be his chaperone because I will be freshly hey, 21. Nope. And he will still be 17 and a half. So I'm not what <laughs> you're the worst. I'm 19 years old just okay. for everyone listening, just yeah. for the record. Yeah. That's what he says. Um, that's not what his birth, <laughs> birth certificate. I pull it out. Like, I'm right a little now. concerned that you've seen my birth certificate. Yeah. Okay. You guys, we have an exciting week ahead of us. Next time you hear us, I said this last time, but for real, for real this time, next time you hear us, we will know who your NBA champion is. Will it be... Chris Paul, the choke artist. Hey, or will it hey, <laughs> enough of enough of the Chris Paul slander. That was a joke. I just think choke enough. artist is hilarious. Not okay, have I, have I said anything like actually mean about Chris Paul today? Like, no. You just did. You just called him a choke artist like multiple I times. Jokingly. In like the last it. three minutes. Okay. Chris Paul, the point god. That's right. Or Giannis, the Greek freak. I hate saying that nickname. Um out loud or ever typing it but i think it's a it's like a great nickname but i just feel uncomfortable um who will win it and will we be there to cheer on chris middleton when he wins mvp <laughs> <laughs> yeah um thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and to all the episodes it's been so fun i can't believe that this season is almost over, but obviously you're stuck with us throughout the off season as well. There's a lot to cover, but for now, 
Thank you. And before we go, do not forget to follow us on Twitter at Verners and Vivol. Email us, VernersandBasketball at gmail.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate the podcast. Review the pro- blah, blah, podcast. And don't forget to hashtag Verner Take with any hot takes that you might have. Thank you. Adam, any last words? Go Suns. Go Bucks.